The Morning Majlis, talking the stories that are shaping headlines. This is, this is Pulse 95. Yeah, this is Pulse 95. Let's talk about the biggest discussion that needs to be happening this hour. That is, of course, Twitter no longer being Twitter, and mm. it's now known as X. Uh, yep, they've officially changed it. I don't have the application on my phone, but Abdul Karim, you were saying that it's now no longer the little white bird? Yeah, the, the, the application on my phone specifically at the moment, it is uh, the black background with the... Uh, X branding. Uh, yep. One of the, one of them is slightly thicker in terms of its uh, width, but then, of course, it is uh, it's a great platform to look forward to, um, and it's great. It's 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 amazing. But the only difference is, let's say, if I were to uh, go on the plus button, which is still in blue blue in color, and if I were to write something, I still have the option to keep it public or uh, or. T- Twitter circle, that's the audience, they still has that. And then when you want to click enter or to share mm. that message, it says tweet. So we Ooh. still have the the, the Twitter um, remnants mm. is the, the, of the previous era. But Elon Musk has said that now people will, uh, will just say, instead of tweeting, we'll say Xing, mm. which would be interesting. Yeah. Um, and Funnily, funny enough, he's actually said that they've actually got 540 million new users oh. on their platform. Yeah. You know what's interesting as well that you can, if you if you type right now, and I, t- I just tried it, twitter.com, you'll get the same page as x.com. So ah. it can both both can work. Still have the same domain. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense though. In case you want to, you know, people don't know about it and they're still searching for it. Mm-hmm. You know what you were saying there about how if you want to post uh, something on X, uh. it still says tweet. Yeah. Right. Now, now if if they change that to X, that's strange, isn't it? Because usually an X is like cancel. Mm. Yeah. So so you press the X and then it actually proceeds with it. I don't know. And I'm a, a, I'm, I'm a bit confused. You know what is what's interesting as well? Um, it's, you know, what is it about Elon Musk and the letter X? <laughs> it, it turns out, according to this report, that it he it goes way back um, to 1999. Oh wow! Uh, when he actually set up X.com as an early uh, online uh, bank. Uh, so for early, read weird. Customers were not really charged fees or overdraft penalties, but new users got $20 for free just by opening an account Mm. and a $10 bonus for every one of their contacts who signed up. And as for the banking convention that you should know your customer, he, uh, Musk demurred. And according to to the biographer of PayPal Mm co-founder, Musk bragged to CBS News that it was easier to get a line of credit at x.com than it was to sign up for an email account Mm. at the time. So uh, within two months, x.com had more than 200,000 users, some of whom who had actually given fake addresses and immediately set to writing checks that bounced, basically. So that was the history behind it at the time. Just a little bit of a glimpse of his uh, infatuation with the letter X. And of course, we have the Model X for mm-hmm. his Tesla. Mm-hmm. And then now he's bringing back the X. X. Yeah, he's also got SpaceX. Yeah, he's, yeah. he has SpaceX. And his son is called X, X I believe. Something, X, 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 you know, something. We were talking about off air, uh, you know, he might be trying to make that whole X world mm. just like how Mark Zuckerberg is making the meta world, the metaverse. Right. 
Um, so it's quite interesting to see those two competing. And we also have to talk about what's going on with Mark Zuckerberg because mm. it's not been a good week for him and Threads. No, they've reported a decline. Um, and now... Apparently, you can't delete your Threads account because if you do, you'll delete your Instagram account. So they've <laughs> roped you oh, in with that. No. Oh, no. Yeah, so you've, they've roped I'm you in. I'm glad I don't have Threads. They've roped <laughs> uh, the users in. So oh, anyway, you're, you're definitely on Threads. You can't, you can't, there's no exit door because you'll have to delete your Instagram account as well at the same time. So apparently, they've seen a drop in users. Now, for me as an individual, I was joined the bandwagon. I was out there day one. Uh, threading, talking, you know, sharing thoughts, etc. But then I decided to no longer like the platform mm. because it literally was the same thing that you'd see on your feed on Instagram, in visual content. Uh, then it came down to images and, of course, the the text and captions. So I, I feel saw- like the note option, the the note option in in Instagram, that's enough. Yeah. Right. Fair enough. Kind yeah. of is enough. Yeah. Kind of does the job. Mm-hmm. Even though it's, it, it needs to be longer. Insta stories do the job. You can share your micro blogging well. thoughts yeah. on your Insta stories and let it be. I just, just, I, I, for me, it was just too many applications to deal with, too many, uh, too much content to to look after. And if it was the same content, I then like the repetition, and that's where I, I as an individual, uh, decided not to use it as much as I had initially intended to um zuckerberg however has described the situation as normal and he said that he anticipated retention to improve as new features were added to the app yeah i think that was the biggest thing for me the new features i didn't think that uh, as a new application kind of taking the social media by storm it didn't bring anything really that new to the table and i think that's what's uh, has really deterred it from retaining these new customers they go on it you might post a, a conversation, start a conversation with you and your friends, and then that's it. There's nothing yeah. new, really groundbreaking. Like Snapchat had the had the a post that was only there for ten yeah, seconds. Disappearing messages. The disappearing there. messages. Then you had the stories. Instagram yeah. jumped on that. Instagram now have like the the, the stories as well. Threads it didn't have anything new. No. You know, it was just kind of continuing with that uh, text-based platform. True. Well. Let us know your thoughts uh, and how much of a Threads user you are, because I do know, do remember when on the day that Threads was launched, a lot of PR agencies and ad agencies were scrambling to come up with strategies for their clients because all of them called their agencies up and said, hey, give us a lowdown in terms of what happens next. And then they all had to come back with some solid answers. Well, stay with us here on the program. We'll be right back after the uh, business headlines, continuing the conversation here on the morning match list. Entertainment headlines. Entertainment headlines. Entertainment headlines. This is This is the buzz. Like Netflix, <laughs> Disney Plus, mm. OSN, Spotify, Spotify, Amazon Prime, Apple TV Plus, NBC, <laughs> being <laughs> connected, Shahid, they're yes. not enough. Mm. Well, NASA, YouTube they Premium. wanted to jump on this bandwagon of streaming services or applications or platforms, and they're about to voyage into this streaming verse. Mm. Um, so now the Federal Space Agency. They've announced the new NASA Plus streaming service. 
as weird as that sounds. Um, and it will bring the on-demand non-sci-fi space content you crave on TV or two TVs and mobile devices everywhere. And best of all, NASA says that it will be ad-free, mm-hmm. no cost and family friendly. So you'll be able to watch live coverage of future launches, documentaries, um, brand new or- original series that the agency is producing exclusively for NASA+. Plus. And the agency is also looking to better tell the stories of how NASA explores the unknown and connects with more people by transforming its digital presence um, through this this app. Uh, so it's called NASA+. Plus. It's launching later on this year, according to the agency. And it will be available in all the places you watch other services like Netflix and Disney+. Plus. Mm-hmm. And it will also have a home on the agency's brand new beta website as well. Yeah, when I heard about this, I kind of was thinking, surely they're going to be focusing on space, you know? If it's NASA, it's got to be space. I'm glad they're not like uh, another Netflix or or, or doing the new Stranger Things season or something along those lines. But the main thing is as well, is that it is completely free and it is an ad-free streaming um, service that will be covering future launches, documentaries and new original series. So that gets me quite excited in terms of having those options out there um in terms of you know more choice the better i think when Mm -hmm. it comes to these kinds of things it's going to be interesting to see how well this does though and how niche that is you know when it comes to people really wanting to to watch stuff regarding space it'll be interesting to see how to what extent is it going to be free um Mm -hmm. it, it might be free in the first few months and then suddenly they'll be like right you know we have a five dollar charge or a ten dollar a month yeah. charge because it is difficult it's not easy managing all these documentaries and not easy m- m- making sure the platform is running smooth yes it is going to be an, uh, available on different platforms such as netflix such as apple tv but to what extent would when, would advertisers be interested in, in monetizing mm-hmm. such a uh, a platform and of course we'll get into this hype of, of astronauts and space science because we've got the UAE uh, Mars mission going on we've got a number of uh, space programs that we've got Noor Al-Matroshi is uh, set to graduate uh, early next year and will become the first Emirati female astronaut so I think uh, by next year the hype surrounding world of space will be back again it'll be a trending topic people will want to be a bit more connected and would like to know more about it so yeah i'd say it's it's exciting that we've got a new streaming service on offer uh, but is it is it getting too much mm-hmm. yeah that's what i think exactly I, I don't know about you guys but i really struggle with finding something to to watch to yeah. choose that one thing you know i might go through netflix and i'm like oh let me see what's on amazon prime i go through amazon prime let me see what's on disney plus and i go through disney plus well now i'm gonna have to go through yeah. uh, nasa plus and i think oh when's it gonna end in terms of the options i know i sound quite spoiled there uh, and probably first, first world, world pro- problems yeah. exactly there you exactly go. so um more options the better mm. in some cases but sometimes there's too many options yeah true i think it's just uh, it's down to uh, individual because when you're planning content for yourself you don't mind whatever you've put on yeah. and then if it was disappointing you let it go but if it was if you decided to choose a particular content for two or more oh. of you then you'd be the the, the letdown of the, the pressure group. is exactly. on exactly yeah. so it's never easy <laughs> so it's easier just to watch something and, and just let it be and mm. play in the background you know we have a, a saying in Iraqi oh which which says um, 
Meaning, if you want to make one confused, give him more options. There you go. And that's the thing with those streaming apps. Mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. like, dude, stop it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Make us confused. And of course, there's so much to pay now. It's like, I wish we... We talked about this earlier uh, a couple of days ago, maybe. Um, that I wish we just had one platform that just did the job mm. in everything. Mm. Like music, uh, um, like uh, films. X.com. Uh, uh, X.com <laughs> X. Twitter is going to be to- do- do- Elon Musk domination I just Musk's feel like domination. we need a unified platform that does it all yeah, and we pay for it and that's it we'll call it a day but the problem with that is that then you have Monopoly a monopoly yeah, and, yeah. and um, the prices can't be competitive anymore whatever they set True. as a consumer you're going to have to pay True. you know if, yeah. if Netflix tomorrow suddenly doubled their prices you might think I'm going to cancel my Netflix and I'll be in more use of said NASA Plus or Amazon. We are for Netflix, though. Yep, yeah. they've, been, they've been rising they, their prices. They, they did rise their but prices. But they have to be competitive. That's yeah. the thing about having all these different apps. I do agree with you, though, that it does get a little bit too confusing with f- catching up on what's on what and, yeah. and keeping up to date with the new stuff dropped on so many different services nowadays. Yep. Exactly. Well, let's take a bit of a breather. We'll be back again after a bit of Nal Horan this morning and we'll uh, wrap things up with a sports conversation here on the programme. Yes, stay fit with us here on the Morning Majlis because we're going to be talking about the sports updates. Of course, big news that came out over the weekend and something that this region here in the world should be really proud of was that Nuhalia Benzina actually made history with a hijab at the Women's World Cup as Morocco secured the first win. And she was actually the first um, player in history to win wear a hijab during a match in against sorry South Korea just yesterday where Morocco Morocco took the win so yeah definitely a proud moment there and to show how far the world has come in terms of sports definitely is and uh, you know in terms of the that world cup that's going on at the moment it really has got to a global attention and that's the best thing about it mm. we've seen those ups- upsets take place and I, I love a good upset yeah. in, in, in a world cup game um, and uh, another thing to look forward to is um, Saudi Arabia. Pep Guardiola uh, spoke out and said the Saudi transfer market has really affected the world of football. Mm-hmm. We saw um, Mares make his way over, uh, and then good old Saint Mac- San Maxime. Mm-hmm. He's he's decided to go off to. Saudi Arabia from Newcastle as well. Yeah, and not only that, Sadio Mane has left Bayern Munich after just one year and has signed for, well, he's joining Cristiano Ronaldo at Al Nasser for £650,000 a week on a £24 million deal. So he will be joining Cristiano Ronaldo there. And, you know, a lot of people have argued from the Premier League, whether that's Gary Neville or Pep Guardiola, saying that, yes, Saudi Arabia have potentially been ruining the transfer market. Well, you know what? An argument that I saw this week, which was really interesting, was hasn't the Premier League been doing that for For so many years? They've been taking the best talents from Portugal, Germany, Italy... And, and taking them over to England. So yeah. why why can't Saudi Arabia do that? Do the same, exactly. You know, they've got the full right to 
run their tournament however they they fancy. Um, so yeah, it'll be amazing to 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 now catch uh, the Saudi League and and the broadcast rights they might uh, be able to sell. So that's going to be a great one to look forward to. Uh, but today is the crunch day, final day of the Ashes series mm. um, with England and Australia. Uh, hanging in the balance at the moment, though, a big target to chase for England, uh, for Australia rather. But their openers have done a, a brilliant job uh, to uh, offer the side a, a steady start as they chase over 300 odd runs to to win this Test match, and with that, they can win the series. But if England win today. Uh, then they draw the series, mm. but then the Ashes will be retained by Australia because the side, the defending champions, keep the the, the trophy or the urn if they were to be if there were to be a draw. If the series uh, draws level, then yes, the defending champions retain the Ashes. But uh, it has been a brilliant series, brilliant contest to see on screen. And uh, Australia required 249 more runs, but they are 135 for no loss. Both the openers, uh, Huaja as well as uh, Warner, have uh, put up a, a good foundation. But it is also Stuart Broad's final test match, final cricket game as well. And he will be retiring right after this. So what uh, an icon he has been for English cricket. Well, thank you all for tuning in this morning. We'll be back again bright and early tomorrow morning, bringing you all the latest from around the world. Until then, Morning Majlis would like to say goodbye. You're listening to Pulse 95. It's the Morning Majlis. Pulse 95.